1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: This is Lewis Arthur Boxing Social in association with Empire Firestore and Forged Irish Stout. Delighted to be joined with Lee McGregor. We're here in Bolton. Um, we've just seen a potential future opponent of yourself, Isaac Lowe. Obviously meant to be tonight, but isn't to, isn't to, isn't to be. Um, how are we feeling, though? How's things, seeing everything like that? How are we feeling?
1: Yeah, obviously, glad to be here. You know, it's good night of boxing. Just gutted it's not me, gutted it's not my night. It was a big fight, live, headlining Channel 5, getting straight back into another big title fight. So, devastated I'm not fighting tonight. But at the same time, I'm uh, I'm hungry. I'm hungry as ever, and I'm ready to get going. Early in the year, we can get it on, and uh, it was nice. It was nice, obviously. Isaac getting a first-round knockout builds. Builds up fight even more so to go into the new year.
0: Just, we we'll just firstly touch on the on Isaac Lowe's fight there, and um, with it being your future opponent, he uh, made quick work of the guy that he fought. What was what was your sort of overall for, thoughts on it?
1: To be honest, I missed quite a lot. I was trying to get set up on the commentary, and I, I couldn't really pay attention to it much. Um, and obviously, it was over quite quick, so I can't really take much much from it. But to be honest, I said this before the fight. I wouldn't, I'm not really going to be able to take much from the fight anyway, I already know what I need to do to beat Isaac Lowe, there's nothing I'm going to see tonight that's going to change that, so yeah, I just, I know what I need to do, uh, tonight it was it was good that he, he got out, not wasted a camp, you know, I've obviously done the same, I've done a full camp, I've wasted a lot of money on camp and that as well, exact same situation, so uh, I'm just, I'm glad for him that he managed to get out and obviously it's he's, season he's well off for Christmas and that, so Enjoy Christmas and let's get on in the new year.
0: What was the exchange between the two of you in that face off? Sort of started off friendly, then it got a bit more heated as it went on.
1: Yeah, it started off alright. We obviously said, you know, let's get on in the new year, this is the fight we want, and uh, that was it really. And then he had he come out where he said that I needed more time, and that's a, just a stupid thing to come out with because why would I need more time for him? You know, we we decided that we're going to go ahead with the fight with Isaac Lowe, I'm the one that's contracted with Wawasim and I don't need to fight Isaac Lowe so I just told him that I said that's stupid and I I don't know why you're coming up with that and apparently um, he's, he's going to be the one that gets the contract and he didn't even really know what he was talking about to be honest, I think he was just a bit just wanting to get, maybe still a bit worked up from his fight adrenaline, still running high and stuff or whatever but again the crowd are there he's obviously up for it and he's his anger has been taken out on that poor Brazilian. So, um, but I'm sure, um, I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll both be in opposite corners of each other very soon, and we'll be looking at each other ready to go to war. So, whatever you can say, actions speak louder than words, and I told him that. Uh, we we'll, in the new year, we'll, we'll we'll get it on.
0: How frustrating was it to deal with that injury so late in camp? You said you were flying, spying, spying the likes of Peter McGraw, Sultan Zalbek. Um, you know, nick ball great great names and then to get that injury so deep into camp must have been sort of kicking yourself really
1: yeah devastating and again like that's exactly what i've basically said to isaac I've, i had a great camp you know trained trained so hard had unbelievable sparring sharp ready to go um but to be honest and again i tried my best you know i tried training for about two weeks through the injury and that probably done me no favors and why the fight didn't didn't go ahead and had to be pushed back to the year because I was adamant that I was fighting. So I trained for maybe a week or two with the injury thinking it's going to be all right and I ended up doing more damage on it. So I'm just glad that I've got the right people around me, you know, close people, people that care about me and took that decision away from me really, took that decision out of my hands, spoke some sense into me and said, listen, like there's no way you can fight. And I was adamant, I was trying to convince myself that I was fine, I was going to be okay and I could hardly, I couldn't even throw a punch. Uh, so there was no strength in it, I couldn't lift any weight, there was nothing. Um, so the right call definitely, and like I said, I'm glad that I've got the people around me to, to tell me and take that decision away from me, because again, if it was up to me, I probably would have just kept pushing through and trying, convincing myself that I was okay. And I could have came in here the night and been nowhere near myself, and going on my last fight and last performance and that, I, I can't afford that, you know, I need to be 100%, and I've learned that. And I will never go into another fight not feeling 100%. There's too much, too much at risk, and I'm not. I'll not do it again. I've done it many times before and I'm pulled through, and I learned a lot from that last fight. So I'll, I'll, I won't do it again.
0: We'll just reflect on the last fight before we go into obviously being with Billy Nelson now. But reflect on the last fight, um, losing to Eric Robles. Um, how have you sort of reflected on that now? With it being a few months, has it sort of got the hunger back in your belly?
1: Yeah, firstly, obviously, it was devastating, you know, I was absolutely gutted. it was my homecoming. I do firmly believe, um, under circum- different circumstances, I would have won that fight, without a doubt in my mind. It uh, just, obviously, the inactivity had cost me a lot, not being in the ring for a long time. I uh, hadn't made that weight for a long time, I well, know it was up at super bantamweight, but it had been a long, long time since I'd even made that weight. So, there were so many things um, that I took away from that fight good and bad, you know, there was times that I showed in that fight that I could win it by boxing and being smart and not getting involved in a fight, but it's just a fight in me, I, I, I was biting down and, and fighting the wrong fight at times, fighting his fight, uh, but yeah, it's given me the hunger, again, it's another fight that I will not shy away from again, you know, if that rematch is presented to me again, which which is a quite a possibility, I'd take that with both fans and I'd be very, very confident in doing that. There's no doubt in my mind that I can beat Eric Robles. Uh, not a doubt. I just need to make sure that all I need is momentum, activity, injury-free, and there's no there's no doubt that I can beat any of these guys. All the top competitors at and weight, 122 pounds, 126 pounds, which I'm campaigning at next year early on uh, with Isaac. We'll see where we're at after that. And, uh, I want to be in with all the big dogs I am. Um, Going into 2024.
0: You mentioned there about super bantamweight, um, especially for the Robles fight. It was no secret that that was a tough, a tough, tough cut for you. Moving up to featherweight now, do you feel like sort of you'll be more fresh after sort of realizing that super bantam can be quite difficult, especially being inactive as well?
1: Yeah, definitely. That's 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 the thing when you're. It's all well and good being in the gym all the time, and I am. I'm always in the gym. I'm always training. But if you're not active and in the ring fighting every couple of months, so. Obviously, the higher up in levels you go, you do need a bit of more of a break because a lot goes into your training camps. But I think me going to featherweight, we'll, we'll, we'll know a lot more after this fight wise Isaac, you know, see how I feel, see how we do the weight and then uh, make a decision after that. But again, I'm, I'm a determined guy and I, I just... I would love, I would really, really love to to fix that last fight, you know, because I I don't believe that Eric Robles beat me because he's better than me. I genuinely don't. Uh, So I would really love to revisit that, whether that be at featherweight, we could potentially try and do that. There's so many options for me, but my full focus is uh, just get back in the ring. And Isaac Lowe is obviously my first first, uh, opponent that I need to get through. Uh, So it's all well and good saying we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But... Take care of Isaac, who's no pushover, you know, very high-level fighter. You know, he's only lost twice to two top world-level fighters who've proved that. And Lopez, the world champion, and Nick Ball, who's just on the verge of becoming world champion. So no shame in losing to them too. And he was in them fights, to be honest. He was, um, he was making them competitive. So I want to come in here next year, early on in the year, and make a statement and uh, do a job on them and, and win in style.
0: Did want to touch on now with a new camp with Billy Nelson, um, back up to your home, to home sort of area of Scotland. Um, Billy's, you know, getting a real, real improved stable now. With obviously he's got Martin who's flying, Lewis Crocker's out tomorrow, um, yourself, Sultan. The decision to move up to Scotland, back up to Scotland, um, and with Billy now, how much of a benefit do you feel like that's added to your game?
1: Yeah, it's brilliant. It's great being back home, training back home. You know, it's like. I've... I've been away, like I said in previous interviews I've, I've said for a long time now um, that I kind of I, I, get, I get it from when I was a young age going away, I turned professional in 2017 I was 20 year old and I was straight away to London, straight in the training camp down there uh, the, even before I turned professional in 2017 I was on GB so I was in Sheffield, you're talking 2016 I've got a 5 year old daughter as well so I've been away from home that whole time and spent so much time away from her and now at the age of so 26, experienced a lot. I feel like the the place for me to be is at home. You know nothing nothing against Ben or or anyone down in London. You know it was a great camp. You know I think it's the best facilities, one of the best coaches in the UK. In my opinion, I'll I'll stand by that. Um, just one of them situations that you can have the best of everything if you want, but if you're not happy, and not enjoying yourself down where you are, then you're not going to get the best out of yourself, and that was the situation with me, I needed to be back home. Just the simple things, waking up in the morning, taking my daughter to school, then going away to the gym, I'm just enjoying that more, I've got that spring in my step doing that. Being able to then come back from the gym, pick her up, sit down at the dinner table with my family, just little things like that, which is then, it's all bouncing off each other and making that, me enjoy being in the gym, back around my people, my brother being able to come in the gym with me, and I've never had any of that for a long time, and... I'm a people person, you know, close to my circle, small, um, but I've got the people that I know and that I need around me, and that's all I need, and that's where I'll be happy. I just want to be happy, and a happy fighter's the dangerous one, I know it's an old cliche and it gets used a lot, but it's so true.
0: Was it a difficult conversation to have with Ben, for being with him for quite a while, to have that conversation with Ben to say that you sort of mo- sort of departing, was that a difficult conversation?
1: No, not at all. It was totally understandable. He was, he was in agreement with. You know, it was, it was one of them. He, he, knows. He, he knows how I feel. He knows what I've been through. He knows the kind of person I am. He knows how how family orientated I am. He knows how much I love my daughter. He knows how how hard I found it being away from home. It was totally like there was no hard feelings. It was just a conversation we had, and it was an unfortunate one, you know, because we had some great times, great success, being back here winning the European title, and arguably best performance in my career. So. No, it wasn't hard at all. I've still got so much time for him and I still speak to Ben in that as well. So we've always said that um we'll still keep in touch and, and I'll always be welcome down there to spar the likes say obviously Lee Wood, Shabazz Masood, who I've grew grown a, a great friendship with uh, which I'm not gonna lose. So I'll still be um I'll still be looking to work with the guys as well and get some good sparring because as we as we know the that high class work is what keeps you switched on and it gets used a lot as well. But as it's iron sharpens iron, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely, Lee. Just want to say thank you for taking time to speak to you. Really appreciate it. All the best for uh, February next year when you take on Isaac Lowe, mate. Thank, thank you, mate. Top man. You. Cheers. Sports, social, podcast network.
1: With lucky landslides, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?